voice of the world The sound with the beat The sound that sets you tapping your feet Radio, the sound of year-round pleasure The sound of the news, rhythm and blues Tchaikovsky swing, whatever you choose Radio, the sound of year-round pleasure Welcome to All Things Radio, your weekly radio magazine, with radio news from a national perspective, calendar and format changes, sports news, featured radio stations from yesterday and today, your voicemails and phone calls, as well as special guests and featured segments. And now here's your host, Bill Sparks. Educate, syncopate, radio communicate, radio, the sound of year-round pleasure. Hello and welcome to All Things Radio. Let's see, 545 and this is August the 6th, I do believe, if my calculations are correct. I'm hey, they are correct, Bill. <laughs> that's, yes, a, they are. that's a strange thing. <laughs> 75th anniversary of the bombing of Hiroshima. Wow. Yes. On yeah. August 6th. Yeah, we won't talk about... Uh, I'll tell you later. Let's, let's yeah, get yeah, well, I, I heard that story. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> but here we are. Hey, Jeff, what's going on? Well, everything is great. I can't, I can't believe this has been a week of birthdays this week for, for Tim Oni and Joe out in uh, Albuquerque, New Mexico. But you don't want to hear about their birthdays. You want to hear what's happening at All Things Radio. And we have a very busy show. We're doing things just a little bit differently this week. First of all, the usual two elements are going to be the same. We'll start things off with the radio news from a national perspective. And yet, Yes, we got the first part of our July Nielsen Personal People Meter ratings. We'll follow that up with Jennifer Sparks' caller and format changes. And we talked about Cousin Brucey leaving Sirius Satellite Radio uh, this past week ago, this past a week ago, I should say. And uh, how about an air check, Cousin Brucey? Now, we broadcast this air check, but the last time it aired on All Things Radio was back in 2016. This is an air check of Cousin Brucey on WABC. And Chris seems to think it's October 1st, so we'll listen to it again and see if we can deduce the date anyway. But it is definitely October of 1963. We'll follow it up with, oh, well, I call this, and maybe I know I, I know Bernie just came in. I call this two radio stations and why radio is so bad in some respects. And, and I really didn't think much of these radio stations, but I wanted to get comments from the people on the, uh, on the panel as well. We're going to hear WCSX-FM in Detroit, Michigan with their classic rock format and WLMI-FM as they drop the top 40 format in favor of classic rock serving Lansing, Michigan. And that station is owned and operated by Midwest Communications. So all in all, oh, and one more thing. Finally, we're going to hear the Black Information Network on WBIN-AM in Atlanta, Georgia. So that's the new news service that iHeartMedia inaugurated a few weeks ago. So all in all, yes, we do have a very busy show. I guess we do, Jeff. Oh. It's almost, almost time for your award-winning news. Now, we haven't figured out who gave you that award yet, but it is award-winning. They're under. They're, the they're having a congressional investigation about that. They'll figure oh, it out. Thanks a lot, Chris. We'll send a stimulus package. Yeah. Hey, yeah. give me twelve hundred bucks. I don't care what you call it. You know. That's what I mean? right. Yeah. You can call it whatever you want. Mm-hmm. But let's get that radio news started right now. 
I'm Jeff Bennett for All Things Radio, and here's what's happening in the world of broadcasting. Major radio groups report their second quarter revenue results, and they're not pretty. ESPN Radio revises its New York City lineup. We'll let you know what's happening on the street, and we'll begin our look at the July Nielsen Personal People Meter ratings. It was yet another busy week this week in the world of broadcasting, and the big news this week is that major radio groups are starting to report their second quarter revenue results, and the only thing you can say about the revenue results for the major radio groups we're going to be talking about today is that they were quite ugly. Beasley Media, Urban One, and Sirius Satellite Radio reported their second quarter revenue results. In the case of Beasley Media, their second quarter revenue results were down 53%. Caroline Beasley, CEO of the company, says the big problem here was advertising. National advertising and local advertising were all down. Another company reporting their second quarter revenue results was Urban One. Urban Run reported that the results for the second quarter were down 37%. The big problem here, again, is local advertising and national advertising affecting this company in a major way. Another company reporting its second quarter revenue results was Sirius Satellite Radio. Sirius Satellite Radio reported that their revenue was down 5%. Sue Meyer, CEO of Sirius Satellite Radio, says that their paid subscriber base is continuing to grow. They added another 200,000 subscribers from last year this time to this year at this time. However, the big problem with this company is that their ad revenue fell 34% from last year at this time to this year at this time. In other news, with ESPN adjusting its national lineup, folks in New York City will see changes at ESPN Radio. That's WEPN-FM. They transmit on a frequency of 98.7. The Gordon Damer Show will continue from 5 a.m. until 6 a.m., followed by the Keyshawn, Jay, and Zubin Morning Show from 6 a.m. till 9 a.m. From 9 a.m. till 11 a.m., you can hear Rick DiPietro, Chris Canty, and Dave Rothenberg. Alan Hahn and Bart Scott will handle the 11 a.m. till 1 p.m. shift. This will allow ESPN Radio to carry the last hour of the Mike Greenberg Show and the first hour of the Max Kellerman Show. Now let's take a quick look and find out what's happening on the street. Folks living in Seattle, Washington will notice changes at iHeartMedia's KBKS-FM as they've dropped the KISS moniker. They're calling themselves temporarily Jubal 106.1 in preparation for the new Jubal Morning Show. Some broadcasting's WFFY is being delisted by Nielsen. The station is located in Fort Myers, Florida, and when Nielsen found out that the household of a station employee got his hands on a diary, Nielsen was not very happy. And they're going to reissue the May and June diaries for the station, and the station will be delisted for the July diary. Folks living in Rochester, New York, will be noticing changes to the radio landscape on radio station WZNE-FM. They transmit on a frequency of 95.1. Gone is the Gentleman's Club, which aired afternoons on the radio station, and the Gentleman's Club is being replaced by Corey Kobe Fargo. Corey Kobe Fargo comes to this radio station after working for iHeartMedia in Syracuse, New York. We at All Things Radio are saddened to report the death of Jamie Samuelson, who did mornings at radio station WXYT-FM. WXYT-FM is owned and operated by Edgecom, and they program in all sports format. Jamie Samuels was 48 years old, and the cause of his death was colon cancer. We're also saddened to report the death of Bill Mack at the age of 88. Bill Mack was a radio announcer, he was a songwriter and singer, and he also hosted the Truckin' Show on Sirius Satellite Radio, and he also hosted the Truckin' Show locally on radio station WBAPAM in Dallas, Texas. Bill Mack passed away as a result of the coronavirus, and he was 88 years old. We'll feature an air check of Bill Mack from 1957 when he worked in Wichita Falls, Texas, in next week's All Things Radio Live broadcast. Finally, Sirius Satellite Radio has made changes to the radio landscape as the Saturday Night Cousin Brucey show is gone from the lineup. Cousin Bruce Morrow got a start in radio working in Miami, Florida at WINZ. His next stop was Hamilton, Bermuda. Then he moved back to New York City working at radio station WINSAM. However, he really made his mark when he moved from WINSAM to WABCAM in 1961. And you'll get to hear an air check of Cousin Brucey from 1961 later on in this All Things Radio live broadcast. Now it's time to begin our look at the Nielsen July Personal People Meter Ratings. In New York City, the number one rec radio station is WSKQFM with a Spanish tropical format. The number two rec radio station is WCBS-FM with a classic hits format. And finally, the number three rec radio station in New York City is WLTWFM with an adult contemporary format.
Cat. In Los Angeles, California, the number one rank radio station is KRTH-FM with a 6.1 share of the audience. The number two rank radio station is KFI-AM with a news, talk, and information format. And finally, the number three rank radio station in Los Angeles, California is KOST-FM with an adult contemporary format. In Chicago, Illinois, the number one rank radio station is WBBM-AM with its all-news format. The number two rank radio station is WDRV-FM with a classic rock format. And finally, the number three rank radio station in Chicago, Illinois is WVAZ-FM with a urban adult contemporary format. In San Francisco, California, the number one rank radio station is KCBS-AM with its all-news operation. The number two rank radio station is KQED-FM. That's the public broadcaster with a news, talk, and information format. And finally, the number three rank radio station in San Francisco, California is KISQ-FM with an adult contemporary format. In Dallas, Texas, the number one rank radio station is KHKS-FM with a pop CHR format. The number two rank radio station is KLTY-FM with a contemporary Christian format. And finally, the number three rank radio station in Dallas, Texas is KSCS-FM with a country format. In Houston, Texas, the number one rank radio station is KODA-FM with an adult contemporary format. The number two rank radio station is KLTN-FM with a Mexican regional format. And finally, the number three rank radio station in Houston, Texas is KGLK-FM with a classic rock format. In Atlanta, Georgia, the number one rank radio station is WSB-AM with a news, talk, and information format. The number two rank radio station is WSRV-FM with a classic hits format. And finally, the number three rank radio station in Atlanta, Georgia is WALR-FM with an urban adult contemporary format. In Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, the number one rank radio station is WDAS-FM with an urban adult contemporary format. The number two rank radio station is WMMR-FM with a rock format. And finally, the number three rank radio station in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania is WBEB-FM with an adult contemporary format. Out of Long Island, the number one rank radio station is WBAB-FM with a classic rock format. The number two rank radio station is WCBS-FM with a classic hits format. And finally, the number three rank radio station out on Long Island is WAXQ-FM with a classic rock format. In Riverside, California, the number one rank radio station is KLYY-FM with a Spanish adult hits format. The number two rank radio station is KFRG-FM with a country format. And finally, the number three rank radio station in Riverside, California is KOLA-FM with a classic hits format. In San Jose, California, the number one rank radio station is KBAY-FM with a classic hits format. The number two rank radio station is KCBS-AM with its all-news operation. And finally, the number three rank radio station in San Jose, California is KEZR-FM with a hot adult contemporary format. Finally, out of New Jersey, and that encompasses the counties of Middlesex, Somerset, and Union, the number one rank radio station is WAXQ-FM with a classic rock format. The number two rank radio station is WCBS-FM with a classic hits format. And finally, the number three rank radio station is WKXW-FM with a talk personality format. Finally, according to those media monitors, here are the top commercials you heard on the radio this past week. Number one was Progressive Insurance, followed by Babbel, Geico Insurance, Cricket Wireless, and AutoZone. If you have any comments concerning this portion of the podcast, there are many ways you can get in touch with me. First of all, you can send me an email. My email address is Jeff. That's J-E-F-F Jeff at allthingsradio.net. Or you can send me a voicemail with our feedback line. The phone number is 800-693-0595. That's 800-693-0595. And hit option two for the podcast team. For All Things Radio, I'm Jeff Bennett. Great job, Jeff. I'm going to have breaking breaking news on ratings for Indianapolis in just a moment, which Bernie's going to be interested in. I didn't get them. I know they just came out, Bill. (laughs) Bernie Um, probably doesn't even... Well, Bernie may know this. Yeah, I just saw him about uh, 10 minutes before the show. I mean, did did B1057... Did you guys hit it out of the park or what? 10.7 share. (laughs) I mean, that that station has never done that well. I mean... We're, you know, excluding Christmas time, but we're talking about 
strong. Yeah. It just blasted 104.5 right out of the the water, and then Q95. So, I mean, is is this because you're filling in part time, Bernie? Is that? <laughs> I, uh, I wish I could tell you why. I wish I could tell you why it's happened. But, I know uh, what you would probably say, Brady. But I'd like to know where those personal people meeters were, right? Wouldn't you like to well, know? Well, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, since we had that other story, right? I know. But, well, and it yeah. shows just like, just like Jeff's ratings in most of the market, adult contemporary classic hits and talk. Were, I mean, and all through the pandemic, they've been dominating the ratings for the most part. But I'm surprised, for instance, like New York City, LTW is at number three. And they've That's right. And, and again, again, they've been always number one. Here's some other radio news, Bernie. You probably know about this. Is on WTTS-FM. There's a radio announcer named Paul Mendenhall who is retiring after over 40 years in radio. However, his retirement isn't immediately. He's doing mornings at the radio station and he's going to be retiring in January but he'll still continue working for the station part-time. Are you familiar with him? Uh, he gave me my first job in Muncie. Oh. oh. Paul Mendenhall, he was he was a teacher also, was he not, Bernie, at Ben Davis? Has yeah, at Ben Davis High School. Ooh. Uh, and he's worked at all kinds of radio stations, but he uh, he gave me my first job uh, at WERK, and there were many people in the higher end of that staff who didn't think he should do that. Mm-hmm. Well, wow. we got we to gotta give him codes for that. The other thing is... Uh, Absolutely. Seattle, uh-huh. And I know Marty might be listening... Pat O'Day, uh, most people may not remember him if you, unless you know radio, passed away at the age of 85. He took that radio station, and he was the number one radio announcer in his time slot. And I have an air check of him, which I'll do in a future All Things Radio Live broadcast from 1967. He passed away. And also... Oh, sorry. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Ra- Ralph Barbieri, the Razor, legendary Bay Area sports talk show host from KNBR, passed away at 74. And of course, you started KNBR in 1984, and when it went talk and sports talk in 1990, he got his own show. And then from 96 to 2012, they did the he did the Razor and Double T show with the former uh, NBA stunt player Tom Tolbert, and called him the Razor because of his interviewing style. He was very opinionated. You knew his opinion, but mm. he was fair as an interviewer. So was, we have uh, a hand was, raised from Pamela Francis, and I want I've got you unmuted, Pam. So go ahead. Hey, good evening, everyone. Hey. Um, I uh, am wondering, I, I heard you mention that uh, Bill Mack had passed away, and I also heard you give some of the accolades that, uh, from him and about and talking about some of the some of the various places he's worked. However, I'm curious to know if you can get your hands on um, a segment of what he used to do on Sirius called uh, the Sunday Social. I was, I was, you know, that's one of the things I was looking for, Pam, and I did not see it anywhere. I believe me, if I could find it, I would. I, did, I have not found it. I'll, I'll try to look for it, and I, I know Bill will probably help me out and see, see if he can find it as well. But I'll, I'll give me a week or so, and I will try to get that on, uh, get on as well. Okay, Pam? Yeah, that's a that was an excellent show. I might have a clip of that. I'll look as soon as I'm able. Okay, well, Pam, thank you very much, and I do appreciate that. Mike, you, you had your hand raised as well. Go ahead, Mike. Oops. Understand in Seattle. Mike, and, Mike, 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 Craig, start over, please. Okay, sure. Pat O'Day used to do the boat races, I understand, in uh, Seattle every year. Okay. And okay. I- also, um, there was a station in Muncie, Indiana, that I used to be able to pick up on 990. I don't remember the name of it, but they were they didn't come in too good, but they did come in. 
<laughs> that's, oh, that, uh, that's WERK, which is where I work. Wow, what are they doing now? What kind of music are they? Are they? Uh, I think they're I think they're totally up here on the AM. I, wow. I think so. They I, are, you work work. Are, you, are you not surprised, Bernie? I mean, <laughs> sorry to say, no, not at all. Uh-huh. And they were a daytimer, you know. So two hundred and fifty big watts, sure. too. Yeah. I mean, so Perry, you wanted to say something about TuneIn, didn't you? Yeah, yeah for those for those who who listen to baseball and uh, the NBA on TuneIn, that is no longer available on TuneIn. It sounds like it may be a financial thing, but that took effect last Thursday, a week ago today. I didn't know about it until after the show, and uh, I did send them an email and asked them why. And basically, the email reply back that I got was. Baseball and basketball are not available on TuneIn at this time. We'll keep you up to date on any news in the future. So basically, right. they told me nothing that I didn't already know. Yeah, right. Yeah. Also, another thing, if you have a, uh, a device like a Miss A or something and you try to say teams, sometimes she doesn't understand. You know, so I played the Philadelphia 76ers on Sirius XM, which is more necessary. Or Some of these teams, now the TuneIn is not working. Well, what you have to do is that's an Internet radio. So what you have to do is there are cha- numbers for those channels. And, um, Sometime we could maybe run down how the leagues run, but they're set up alphabetically. I think it starts with the NFL, then it's MLB, then it's yeah. uh, basketball, NBA, and then hockey. And so if you, you hit a team and you know the order of the leagues, you can say, play channel 900, and let's say it says the Indiana Pacers, then you might try, oh, play channel 910. You might get the Philadelphia 76ers. So you go in alphabetical order. You try to see if you can hit the right number. I just made those numbers up. They aren't necessarily now, right, but I'm just saying the least- principle you follow. At least for the moment, we think anyway that TuneIn will still have hockey and the NFL. Yeah, they still list. They do those. have hockey, and uh, I've heard hockey on there. And uh, of course, the NFL hasn't started yet. And then we can start having our TuneIn college football battles when they start to play, because we have no idea how to get TuneIn to play these games. And uh, here's the other thing: some college some college teams are going to be playing this year, so that's going to correct s- schedule. As well, well, there's only one. There's one uh, major. There's one that's not playing University UConn. of Connecticut, but we'll yes, talk about that on there. We'll talk about that on Sunday, definitely. We will. Yeah. So. I mean, it's going to be very interesting. I think that uh, TuneIn is probably, I, I don't know how much they were paying the leagues or if they were getting paid by the leagues to be on there. And so the problem is is that uh, this is a company that could easily, and Bill and I were talking about this uh, off the air yesterday, they could easily end up going out of business because th- that was a major uh, growth for the company because people were paying for that premium service and people were canceling left and right. So. Yeah. That's going to be. So if you were paying, I know there, there were are some things that tune in. Hold, 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 hold on one time. Let's go, Bernie, and then Gary. Just real quick, if you were paying for TuneIn and you, you subscribe for, I don't know how many months or whatever, and they're not carrying what you came to the table for, can you get reimbursed? I don't think you get reimbursed because you're billed on a month-to-month basis. Right. But you I think can... you just cancel. I know some people did cancel right away when they heard that. So Yeah. A guy I know in England uh, said, I canceled TuneIn. I, I got the uh, MLB's at bat. Is that the radio one or something like yeah. that? Uh, it's, simply, it's simply MLB now. Okay. But so that is, a, that is a very accessible app. If you and you the... take the time to work with it, you can get that to work pretty well. And oh, yeah, he said it was, cheaper, it was cheaper than TuneIn, and he said it was the right price because he likes he happens to like the Yankee games and he likes to listen to them. So my friend out in Birmingham, England said that that's what he did because he didn't he wasn't going to pay for TuneIn anymore. So go ahead, Gary. Good, Gary. Yeah, uh, another thing about TuneIn that I don't like is that they're getting rid of a lot of the uh, international broadcasters and stuff like 
they don't have some of the UK ones I like to listen to. So I've got to go other places for those. So well, part uh, of the problem is the UK suffers from the same thing that we have. Yeah. So if I want to listen to UK radio stations, I can't because of royalty rates over there. Yeah. And streaming fees over there. Uh, and the yeah, only way to get around that is, uh, well, is, is having know, a public or private network of some sort. So that's some the only of the reason. Canadian ones that are there still and some aren't. So, I mean, it's just some of that, but they're available other places still. Right. But so. if you want to, for example, listen to a lot of the Canadian music channels, you're not going to find them on TV. Yeah. You, no, you will no, find the talk to the sports channels like Chum AM, and you will find the talk channels like CHNS AM in Halifax, Nova Scotia, but you won't find the music ones. Hey, Bill, I think it's time for Jenny to get going with her format and call it a changes. It is. So the Jenny fans are now can come out and raise raise up their hand because they're excited, man. Here, right. It, it's all downhill after Jenny gets off, so <laughs> we just kind of do what we got to do. Here we go, Jenny. Hello, everyone. I'm Jennifer Sparks, and here are your call letter and format changes for the week of August 6th. KMLB 540, Monroe, Louisiana, changes slogan from Talk 540 to KMLB 105.7 FM 540 AM. WLFN 1490, La Crosse, Wisconsin, changes primary format from Talk to Old and changes slogan from today's talk 1490 to the eagle 1490 wlmi 98.9 grand ledge michigan changes format from chr to oldies and changes slogan from i 92.9 to cruising 92.9 greatest hits wlxr fm 104 La Crosse, Wisconsin, changes primary format from adult contemporary to contemporary Christian and adds secondary format, religious teaching, and changes slogan from Magic 105 to Praise Network. WYAR 87.3 Yarmouth, Maine, changes slogan from the American Music Heritage to WYAR 88.3 FM WBRI 1500 Indianapolis, Indiana changes slogan from WBRI 1500 AM to radio that changes the way you live WWNL 1080 Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania changes slogan from WWNL 1080 AM to radio that changes the way you live. WEAX 88.3 Angola, Indiana changes format from silent to contemporary Christian and adds slogan star 88.3 WFAE 90.7 Charlotte, North Carolina changes slogan from Charlotte Region's NPR News Source to Charlotte's NPR News Source. W 
WFHE 90.3 Hickory, North Carolina. Changes slogan from Charlotte Region's NPR News Source to Charlotte's NPR News Source. WMFL 88.5 Florida City, Florida. Changes format from silent to religious teaching and adds network provider Family Radio and adds slogan Family Radio. WVKO AM 1580 Columbus, Ohio. Changes calls to WMYC AM. WNYV 94.1 Whitehall, New York. Changes format from adult contemporary to classic country and changes slogan from Lakes Region Radio to K94.1 WVNR 1340 Poultney, Vermont changes format from adult contemporary to classic country and changes slogan from Lakes Region Radio to K94.1 KQLT 103.7 Casper, Wyoming changes format from format not available to country and adds slogan 103.7 KQLT country KRNR 107.3 Goldthwaite, Texas changes format from new to country and adds slogan K-Country Redneck Radio K-U-A-T-F-M 90.5 Tucson, Arizona Changes slogan from Classical K-U-A-T To Classical 90.5 K-U-A-Z-F-M 89.1 Tucson, Arizona Changes slogan from Z-89 To N-P-R-89 9.1 KLLT FM 104.9 Columbia, Illinois changes calls to KMJM FM and changes slogan from Magic 103.7 and 104.9 to Magic 104.9 KPFK 90.7 Los Angeles, California changes slogan from Pacifica Radio to KPFK 90.7 FM KSEI 930 Pocatello, Idaho changes format from Classic Hits to News Talk and changes slogan from Idaho Oldies 930 to News Talk KSEI AM 930 KXKS 1190 Albuquerque, New Mexico changes format from Religious Teaching to News Talk and adds slogan The Answer Albuquerque AM 1190 WIZE 1340 Springfield, Ohio changes format from Classic Country to Talk and changes slogan from WIZE 1340 
940 to Ben. W-O-N-E 980 Dayton, Ohio. Change of slogan from 980 W-O-N-E Dayton's Sports Station to Fox Sports 980 Dayton. W-V-K-O 1580 Columbus, Ohio. Changes format from format not available to classic hits and adds slogan local 92.9 fm 15:50 a.m the following stations have signed off the air kmmj 750 grand isle nebraska kzel fm 96.1 eugene oregon klni 88.7 decora iowa kmyc 1410 Marysville, California. And those are your call letter and format changes for this week. If you have something that you would like to add, please don't hesitate to send me an email to Jenny at allthingsradio.net. For All Things Radio, I'm Jennifer Sparks, wishing all of you a good week. Well, there you go. And thank you, Jennifer. Wow. One station that surprises me is the dropping of the Pacifica logo on KPFK out there in Los Angeles, California. Because that that's fascinating. Yeah, that, that's that station is the same company that owns WBAI in New York City, WPFW in Washington, D.C., uh, KPFT in uh, Houston, Texas, and KPFA and KPFB in Berkeley, California. And those stations have uh, done alternative programming, and they have been on the financial rocky slope for such a long time. I'm wondering if this is going to be the year that something really happens either one or more there's those particular radio stations that's the only thing i can say about that well two of them are on commercial frequency so they can yeah wbai is on 99.5 and uh, there are people who would love to get them but uh unfortunately on 94.1 right and and unfortunately iHeartMedia or cumulus or not cumulus i'm sorry iHeartMedia and entercom couldn't get them because they're all filled up however cumulus if they wanted to get back into new york they could certainly get that radio station or w people or or a big apple media red apple media i should say for WABC yeah, could certain, yeah, yeah. certainly have the money to buy that radio station if they wanted or to. Or Jeff Similian's cluster that he started in New York and spent off of MS could do that even. I don't think he has the financial the financial capabilities to get what WBAI would, would at this point um, get at this point. Yeah. That, that's a very valuable frequency and has a very, very wide coverage area. Much better than the coverage yeah. area of any of the stations except for 98.7 that MS still owns except that they've leased that out to ESPN Radio on a local market agreement. So... That's all I can say about that. <laughs> oh, sound like Forrest Gump, Jeff. That's all I can say. There you go, Forrest. All, all I'm waiting for is that box. I'm waiting for that box of chocolates, Bill. That's yeah. all. Yeah. And all the Dr. Peppers you can drink. Go ahead, Mike. You have your hand raised. Yeah, I was surprised that 750 in uh, Nebraska went off here. They they were a small station, kind of struggling through many years. I guess I don't know, but well, uh, yeah, they small. went off. Small stations are going. Yeah. I mean, the, yeah. The, the idea of, uh, and I, I was talking about I think they'll be back on. I read where they were donated to a, to a Spanish Christian group there, so they might be you know, taking and, it off. What, I, radio is futures in doubt, and I'll tell you why. And I totally agree with this one. When they get, because now the, the whole country, and not, not, not a whole, I know there are areas that you're going to say that don't have cell service, but really, and if the if the rates drop and they are getting competitive, I, mean, I pay $14 a month for my cell service with Spectrum. Now, I only have a one, a one gigabyte of data, but I can get unlimited data for $45 a month, which beats the other companies. If, if the rates get, get down low enough, radio stations will stream and people will, will listen to the cell phones in their car 
as the streaming radio. And that's my prediction at some point, that that's what's going to happen. Well, they're going to have Wi-Fi in the cars. Also right, but the Wi-Fi, Wi-Fi is, gonna, is still going to be hooked. To, is, it has to get their signal from somewhere, so they'll probably yeah. get them from cell towers. Or what sort. is they car just put it up on the airplay? Or, you know. I saw a car play. What is that from Apple? That's, uh, that's uh, the Apple's, uh, like iHeartMedia has its its own service for the cell phones. That's a service that Apple has that, that, that will let you use your voice to control your car-enabled uh, radios that will handle it. Yeah, I didn't know. Could you stream with that? Yes. I don't know. I don't have it, but I know you can. Well, I saw a Lyft driver use it the other day. And I said, well, what do you got there? And he said, oh, that's something called CarPlay. And, they're, they're and did he have to, did he yell something like, do you do it like a mistake? Do you yell, hey, right. CarPlay, do something or another? Yeah, wow. play, yeah. you know, play, play whatever radio whatever. station. Yep. Right. I mean, when was the day that you see the separate GPS systems? You could still buy a separate G- GPS device, but now most of the Lyft and Uber drivers are using their iPhones phone. to, do, to do the GPS stuff. Yeah. So. Or built it in their own cars already. That, that, that's also true. So, yeah. Oh. And, and and so far, what have been your guys' impression? And we're not trying to just focus on sports, but this goes across and, you know, we've had the NBA going for a couple of weeks and MLB. How are you guys adjusting? And hockey. And hockey. And hockey. Yeah. How are you adjusting to with people back in Indianapolis calling a game in Orlando or? They're doing, I think people are doing a good job. I think I, I do too. I it sounds fine. You know, they, fine. they are not, they are getting as enthusiastic as they always would, even if they were in the arena. I think they schooled themselves on that. They said, yeah. you know, we're not going to, you know, yes, we can't feed off the crowd like you do. You can't pause to let the crowd yeah. interact. But I think they're, I think the announcers are doing a great job. I, I'll be curious to see how the ratings, and you know, we were talking about, um, the uh, quarters, you know, and how how the uh, the quarters haven't been good for the different companies. I would think the third quarter is going to be a little bit better because you're going to have a lot of sports revenue kicking in from well, some of these intercoms and the iHearts and them. Yeah. They're going to start getting money into the coffers from the advertisers. The, the only thing I have noticed, Chris, in, in sports is this: you every once in a while somebody may call a play and oh, excuse me, you know that that wasn't that, or, or you know, you may hear just yeah. a little bit of that. There is, but that well, happens at the game because they're watching does. with the it naked does. eye and. And then they look at the replay and they say, you know, he was actually safe. You know, here's the other thing. thing. Um, Oh, go ahead, Sean. I've checked out Spurs games and they're get, he's getting the sound, you know, like you hear and they're getting the ref the mic the referees are mic and they're yeah. he's back he's back at the AT and T center getting to hear the mic, the referees from Orlando and I mean it sounded pretty good so far. And the Cubs yep. are playing well, so I'm loving it so far. Well, you know, you yeah. you talk about radio maybe doing better in the third quarter. I don't know. But Ed Christian, he's the president and CEO of the Saga Communications and he talks about it. he's a, he does a lot of philosophy whenever when you look at his earning reports. And he talks about the fact that there's a fear factor, and businesses are afraid to even spend money on advertising because they don't know if they're going to get shut down again, or they don't know if they're going to have right. money to pay for the advertising right now. So, and I think that, I think what he says actually makes very, very good sense. And so, even though you may think that the third quarter is going to be better, and I think it will be it will be better than 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 the second quarter, but still, I think we'll see some losses in the third. Yeah, quarter. I think the people will go a quarter at a time, but they're not going to. Nobody knows what Christmas is going to be like because you know you have the prediction of the. I mean, we've had a heck of a spike. 
here in the summer the last month, but they say it could be worse in the in the fall and the winter. Now, we don't know that. You've got people making plans to start seasons on Christmas Day or December 1st for hockey. So everybody's taking out their little territory in case everything's okay. But the Christmas, you know, you would probably start selling advertising for some of the big uh, chains at this time for Christmas and re- ramping up your commercials for the Christmas shopping I'm not, season. I'm not hearing that work. right now. I'm not hearing no. that. Hey, Karen, well, you wouldn't hear the no, commercials, you'd, but you'd start you'd hear having the buys. You know, the buys would be yeah. starting to happen. Okay. You're hearing a lot. You're learning about foreign la- how to speak a foreign language with Babel and all your insurance yeah. stuff with Geico. Yeah, those, are, those, are nationals, those are those what they, those are called, yeah. uh, what do they call those again? They, they, the, the stations that run these things get paid by commission for, people, for the amount of yeah. people who buy it. like barters and stuff. Yeah, they're barters. Okay, Karen, you had your hands raised from, from Knoxville, Tennessee. Go ahead, Karen. Yes. Um, I found that I'm listening more to uh, radio, a couple of radio reading services in the last couple of months. Uh-huh. I, I, I wouldn't put Jordan Wilson WKC out there, Karen. Yes, I do. Uh, that I do. They are on 1180 now. I had a format change. Jennifer might have uh, mentioned it, but there was a format change in late June. Uh WVLZ, which is an alternative rock format, changed uh, to 106.1 FM, uh, now 11.20 AM and 97.1 a translator, or it, it's a uh, old soul, well, it's no, not exactly old soul, but like 90s, is it, early 2000s. Is it, hip-hop and R&B? is it hip-hop and R&B, Karen? Urban, uh, yeah, hip hop and R and B. Yeah, that's the same company that owns that. Those stations also owns the one WKCE, the oldie station. The loud, uh, loud media is the name of the company that owns them. Yeah. I tell you that one of what they got on one hundred six one, they were sort of a cross between top forty and adult contemporary, but now they're that alternative rock. And I know this is one old lady's opinion, but that, that <laughs> that's terrible. By the way, I do want to say hello to Lionel out there. He was listening. Here's an interesting thing, and I didn't report on it because I, I thought there'd be big more debate for some more news on it. But the station in Bakersfield, California, dropped their rhythmic format for one day, for one for one day, and then all of a sudden went back to the same format again. And we speculate that the station is going to be changing format, and they just weren't ready to do the format change. So that's that. That's what that's what's been making a little bit of news, but you don't see stations do that very often. So, Bill, you well, want to do that? Hey, Bernie, I got a favor for you to ask you. Are you ready? Yes. Okay. The favor is, and I was thinking about you when I did this feature. We've got two different radio stations. One with an existing format doing, oh, they call it classic rock with a morning show, and the other one that changed, and I have the format change of top forty of the classic rock. And I don't. I normally don't. And I think Bill, Bill, can, Bill can tell you that I normally don't talk about radio stations. I don't normally give my opinion. But I, I thought that these two stations were really, in my opinion, not very good. So um, I, I want to have your your input on this and the rest of the panels when we do the next feature. Okay, Jeff. Are we doing? I thought you said we we're doing cousin. Oh, Lindsay. I'm sorry. Let's hold hold on, Bill. That's my fault. Please let me rewind the tape. But forget about that, Bernie. Let's do the because of Bruce one because that's already prepared. And okay, I'm, so you want you want me to wake up? And he can go to sleep. All right, that's right. Got it. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Sorry, Bill. <laughs> Please forgive me. I don't get to get here. Hell for this. <laughs> yes, you are. But that's okay. Mm-hmm. That's another day, another time. 
This week, a radio icon announces retirement from Sirius Satellite Radio. His name is Bruce Morrow, but you'd know him as Cousin Brucey if you lived in New York City and if you were a listener of radio station WABC AM. Cousin Brucey got his start in radio working in Miami, Florida at WINZ AM. He then went to Bermuda and then came back to New York working at radio station WINS AM. But he really made his fame working at radio station WABC AM in New York City from 1961 through 1974. This week, we're going to hear Cousin Brucey working at WABC from October. October of 1963. And so without further ado, let's bring that virtual time machine back to 1963 and hear Cousin Brucey on this week's edition of All Things Radio Live. WABC AM and FM. Survey. I hope you're writing down all these numbers. We've been doing the whole top 20. 
morning here. Leslie Gore, and we do that every Tuesday night, you know. 43 WABC degrees, all heavyweights here. Leslie Gore, no, she's not a heavyweight. All sluggers, all Americans of Radio WABC, my dear cousins. And thank you for making us the biggest station in the entire area. WABC in New York. Hey, it's eight minutes after 11 o'clock. Take my hand. We salute now Sheepshead Bay High School in Brooklyn, New York. By the way, this is the way the high school things work. Like a lot of people say you're doing Brooklyn all the time. Well, cousins, we take the papers as they come in. And as they come in, as they open them up, and we're getting an awful lot of papers, by the way, hundreds of them, so all over the country. As they come in, by the way, we just put one on top. You know, as the first one comes in, gets read first and so on, right down the line. So get your paper in the cousin for CWABC, the R23. Kenneth Rise, Kenneth Rise, R-Y-S, of 2985 Avenue X in Brooklyn. Kenny sent me the Bay Times representing Sheepshead Bay High School of Brooklyn. On the first page here, look at this one. Enrollment at 3,346 as a new term begins at Sheepshead Bay High School. Woo! That's a beautiful school, by the way. It's brand new. Arrows to committee, plans, activities, college bowls to highlight the entire year. After interview, by the way, student grade elections are set. Candidates to be interviewed. After interviewing qualified students, the SGO Election Commission will choose a slate of candidates for the coming election scheduled for this coming November. SGO budget is announced for the 63-64 uh, period. The Bay Times gets the uh, largest appropriation. That's the newspaper here. Three thousand dollars for the year. English department gets four hundred dollars. It's a very large uh, appropriation. I guess that's for all the red pencils to correct all the mistakes in grammar at Sheepshead Bay High School. And also here on the uh, sports page, the uh, football team or the soccer team. Yeah, they have soccer over there. Lose to Midwood. Mark Kayla scores the only goal after a scoreless first period in the Midwood uh, uh, Sheepshead Bay High School exhibition soccer match. Midwood broke the ice by putting a goal in each of the next three periods, winding up with three to one. Well, do better now, my dear cousins. We salute Sheepshead Bay High School. Uh, Kenneth Rice, thank you for sending me the Bay Times. so long ago. Last week, number 14, it jumps to number 8, the impression. It's all right, number 8. minutes, it knocks me off the chair every time. 13 minutes after 11 on the Cousin Show, 43 WABC degrees. Hey, fill your radio with the All-Americans. High test, you know, high test, my dear cousins. Dial 77 WABC. You don't want to put any of the low-grade stuff on that radio of yours. You got a good machine. Keep it working the best, will you? It is just terrific. Stevie Samuels, Stephen Samuels, and all the roommates listening at Dalhousie University. That's a new one for it. We're collecting these university names. Dalhousie University, Halifax, Nova Scotia, up there in Canada. Hello, you cousins up there. Well, last time I did that, I got a nasty write-up of the Nova Scotia uh, uh, newspaper. I call everybody up there Eskimos. But of course, as far as I'm concerned, anyone lives north of 125th Street, it's an Eskimo. I mean, so some lady wrote a letter into the Times of Nova Scotia or something like that. Boy, did they get me. <laughs> Woo! Yeah, I got that clipping. Did they rip into me? And I had to apologize and write a letter. They printed the letter, the whole thing. So that little old lady up there, I uh, just hope that you're enjoying the show, you wonderful lady. And I love everyone in Nova Scotia. <laughs> uh, 14 minutes after 11. Oh, thank you so much for the uh, letter. Is from Dalhousie University. All the cousins up there, we salute you the most. And right now it's 43 degrees in New York City. You always write with all right. The most dependable pen. Once again. So get on the Dependable. Get out of here. Most yes. dependable. Most dependable. What's the best pen in the whole world? All right. It's all right. See, I try to help my friends out and some guy 
guy sneaks in here and tries to get into the act. When you hear him on New York First Station, WABC. And right now, we go back to our top 20. Let's do Bobby Clark out there in a Wontaw chapter. Wontaw High School, all the cousins out there. We're still waiting for Bobby's newspaper. He said he sent it to us. We'll salute Wontaw High School as soon as we receive it on the big station in New York. And now, this is number seven. I think this just about had it, but Dion has a brand new record. So, number four, it drops once again three times to number seven. Dion DeMucci. My dear cousins, that is number seven, and uh, let's see what Dion's new recording is called. Drip Drop. That's what Drip Drop. And speaking about Drip Drop, may I remind you, my friend Charlie Greer will be on every single day. He's on from 11 until 1 o'clock. That Drip Drop. 43 WABC degrees here on the Cousin Brucey Show. You know, UNICEF is at work all year in all parts of the world, bringing a new lease on life to needy kitties and mommies in more than 100 other countries. Now, here in America, we are asked to cooperate with UNICEF's work only once a year. That's an Halloween, when our own kitties trick or treat for the benefit of sick and hungry kids in other parts of the world. Now, let's not disappoint these youthful ambassadors of goodwill. Let's uh, open our doors and our hearts when they come to our doorsteps and chant, Trick or treat for UNICEF, Mr. Man. Every penny they can get, you know, can save another kitty's life. So come on now. That's all trick or treat for UNICEF when those kids come around with their licenses and their UNICEF canisters. Every nickel and dime, boy, they collect means an awful lot to them and to other little kitties around the world. <laughs> around 40 WABC degrees east. Tomorrow, fair and cool. Highest temperatures in the 50s. Outlook for Thursday, fair with little temperature change. It's cloudy out there right now with temperatures at 43. Brrr, it is cold. The wind at 10 miles per hour from the northwest. And the barometer stands at 29.65 inches and steady. You are listening to Super 7 Star Sounds for you. All Americans of WABC. This All-American, Cousin Bruce Morrow with number six in our survey. Look at this recording from number. It just had to stop jumping. It's like a jack box here. Jack in the box. Number nine to number six this week. Be the one the salutations. Unchained melodies ringing and singing for you. The Bruce Lee Show. Cousin Bruce Morrow Show. Hey there, Billy. 43 WABC degrees, 22 and a half minutes after 11 o'clock. You know it's number one when you hear it on New York's first station, WABC. And we're going to have to the top five. You know what we're going to do for you? You just stand by because in a few moments from now, the brand new Dion DeMucci record, Hot Prospect. And then we're going to continue with the top five. Edna, I'm going to show you a new kind of love. <sighs> oh, man, a new kind of love starts tomorrow. This is Bill and the Coronet Theater. That is really cute, all right. Yep. Um, Ladies and gentlemen, Dion DeMucci, a hot prospect. Rip drop. Rip drop.
check. Radio certainly sounded so much different back in 1963. You just got to hear Cousin Brucey, Bruce Morrow, working at WABC in October of 1963. Now, if you have any comments concerning this part of the show, or if there are any air checks that you'd like me to present, want to let you know about it by email or voicemail. The email address here is Jeff. That's J-E-F-F, Jeff, at allthingsradio.net. Or you can call that feedback line at 800-693-0595. That's 800-693-0595. And, of course, that option two for the podcast team. For All Things Radio Live, I'm Jeff Bennett. That brought back good memories. For me, it did. And I got to meet Cousin Brucey uh, because the guy that I knew was a guy named Les Marshak. You hear his voice on, on uh, the Today Show on NBC. Cousin Brucey actually helped him get his start in radio. He won a contest when he was uh, in college, uh, going to Columbia College in New York, and he became a student intern at WABC, and, uh, and he did voice work. But as he said to me, if you can't get to the radio, you better have a backup career. And his backup career was pharmacy, so uh, which he never had to do. But that's what happened. So yeah. what do you, Now, Bill, Chris, I don't know from that air check if you could... Do- no. No, I really couldn't that. tell what the date was. Maybe there was maybe it's a longer form that I heard, or I don't know. It could be it just one of the Tuesdays in October. But the interesting, there were a couple of interesting things. Did you see the air the air shifts were because their day was all chopped up? They had the Breakfast Club from ten to eleven. So Charlie Greer came on at eleven to one. Then I suppose Ron Lundy was on for a couple hours, and then you had no. The, actually, actually, it was Charlie Greer eleven to one. You're right. One right. to three was Sam Holman, who was the program director. Okay. Of ABC three until six was Dan Ingram. But Dan from, Ingram. But from yeah. six fifty from six. Oh, six fifteen from six five fifty five right till seven fifteen. Right, they, they have this a whole thing called news block. scope, and they had all these things like Paul Harvey. They yeah. would be more in co- Alex Dreyer, man on the go on the WLS line. WLS had that too on the line yeah. with Considine. Do you remember that? Uh, yeah, yeah, I do. And they yeah, had yeah. Tom Harmon, Tom Harmon Sports, and all that. And then they had seven fifteen to ten was uh, Scott Muni, and ten to midnight. So because these people only work two hour shifts, they had all these people. I mean, they could have, but they didn't want to make yeah. them stay over from uh, you know, through the different parts of the day, I guess, where they had the break. Well, you know, what the funny thing is, Chris, if you go back even further, let's go back to at least 1959 and 1960, they were able to get the announcers to work more shifts because what in those days, can you imagine if they had to do this? My God, these uh, people would be bitching and complaining, but an announcer would work, let's say, six to seven, and he might be on from, or, or let's say he was on from two to three in the afternoon, and he'd be back on the air from seven till nine or seven till ten. Yeah. That, that, you don't, you never see that anymore. Yeah, right? we had a guy who did that at WHTH two and eight date, they'd call us, and I think the theory was to say at sport in the in the summer he'd be off in the afternoons because the Red Sox be playing in the win- winter he'd be off because the Bruins and Celtics would be playing so they called his shift a two and eight date he'd be on for like an hour a two before Bob Clayton and uh, I think eight to ten on uh, but the other interesting song that they played was the veto and the salutations with the uh, Unchained Melody and that is the only time you ever hear Unchained Melody like that nobody rocked it up that was a real New York hit that it really was in a minor way around right, here, it wasn't not, really a national hit no it, wasn't. it was definitely a New York City hit. So let me ask you guys a question. Um, I, I want you all to be the crit- critiques of the next feature because I think you'll find it uh, well <clears throat> sobering. I think is the best word that I can say about it. Okay. <laughs> we already know and, you don't like it. Well, yeah. I, I use clean language. This is a family show. I didn't say that for any, but you, you know me so well. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> you, you couldn't have made it more obvious. <laughs> I said, uh, real real I, quick, before we move on to that, can I make one comment about the cousin Bruce thing that I noticed as someone who, of course, wasn't alive? I like the way he did his save when he was talking about his heavy hitters, and he goes, and Leslie Gordon goes, oh, she's not a heavy hitter. He's like, oh, am I about to imply that she's fat? You know, I thought that was kind of a, also, if you if you listen to WABC. You'll know one more thing. Uh, you know, one more thing you'll notice that WABC was just using the chime, and they didn't have the jingle before the chime, so it, there was no jingle. That's yeah, uh, yeah, that's, I noticed that. Yeah, right. Go ahead, Mike. Go ahead, Mike. Yeah, Go ahead. 
One thing about, you know, one thing about disc jockeys, back then they communicated really with the audience. Today they don't do that. In fact, by the way. I disagree. I disagree. Monday was 47th anniversary of Y100. I disagree as well. I guess it depends on the radio station, and even with stations that do voice tracking, they do communicate. Bernie, go. Ahead. I think you can. I think you should elaborate on that, Bernie. They do. Well, I, I don't know. A lot of. I mean, I love the guys in the '60s. I really do. But I honestly don't know that a lot of times the things that they said were consisted of much substance as much as they did enthusiasm. Um, you know, a lot of times you could you could listen to a show, and at the end of it, you'd go. Now what what did that guy talk about? I mean now when when we do shows, I mean you've got to you've got to search for information. You've got to talk about stuff going on and yeah and uh, you know because so people have different. it on their phones, so you can't just yeah, yeah. say something like yeah. about uh, people from Nova Scotia being Eskimos or something. You got to have something to back it up, you know. Uh, yeah. let, me, let me ask you a question, Bernie. Do you do you subscribe to any of the show prep services on your own, or do you or do you just do it from uh, stuff you no, read on the internet? I I use a lot of news sources on on the iPhone phone uh wall street journal cnn you know stuff like that because a lot of times they'll give you interesting little tidbits of stuff that you 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 know you can use and it doesn't even have to be today you can use it tomorrow or saturday you know and it it's a, no i don't i never did i never did use a show prep service well, oh, that's the thing about those, that's the thing about the the, I, the preps that you can do now, Bernie, on your iPhone is you can read three or four different news sources and you can get three or four different versions of the same story and then you can decide how exactly. you want to cover it. Exactly. My my impression as someone, of course, wasn't around in the '60s, but when I hear the stuff in the '60s, to me it comes across with a lot of flow, like "Hey there, hi there, hi there," you know, it's like really a lot of shtick, like you said. Yeah, but it there was, was fun. Left over now, when you do hear. And this started kind of 70s and 80s. I mean, you heard some of it, but you hear, when you do hear jocks, like you said, you hear more stuff. So you hear like, hey, so-and-so uh, heard a sur- saw this survey today in the Wall Street, like you mentioned, the Wall Street Journal. So this survey in the Wall Street Journal that says uh, Austin is the uh, drunkest city. In, or, you know, something weird. Right. So, but what happened yeah. was when, see, the top 40, that was the top 40 sound, and they all were even, even if you listen to this personality radio like uh, KB or BZ or something, they were even, they, they were more fun and they had more things to say than some of these guys. You, uh, Cousin Bruce is from the Woo Woo Ginsburg School. They basically were nice guys. People liked them. They sounded like them a little bit in their cities, and uh, but they didn't have any anything really funny like Ann Ingram or Bruce Bradley That's or some of those other guys. But the thing, well, what I'm saying is then the change was when Progressive Rock came in, okay, man, we just heard the birds, and now we're going to hear the birds. <laughs> and and you know. also, if you listen to WABC, by the time Cousin Bruce retired, I mean, his days were over eight years before he retired. I, when they they, right. they had to tone it down because of the of the ratings and stuff, and you know they were they, they were doing horribly when they went talk, but they they saw the need to change because that was where it was going, unfortunately, and that's the way it is. Uh, but it, it's it's interesting. Well, they kept not going only, another eight years because they didn't stop playing rock till eighty two, and 82. he left in seventy four. And yeah. in nineteen sixty five, no, maybe it was nineteen sixty. I'm not too sure. No, nineteen sixty seven or sixty eight. Cousin Bruce, he was on President Nixon's uh, commission on drug abuse, and he was in, he, he would do his show from Washington D.C. because that's where he was. Uh, so wow. that, that's where his assignment was when he was working uh, for the for the president of the United States while doing a show on 
on WABC. So, and he does a lot of charity work over the years. He worked for the Cerebral Palsy Telethon, yeah. the Children's Variety Fund. I mean, he did a lot of a lot of stuff. And he did a TV show on WABC Channel 7 in 1965. He also did one later on in the uh, 1970s on WOR uh, television, uh, Channel 9 in New York. So what can I say? It, 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 and you're right, Sean. You, you had to have been there to really understand it because we, Chris and I, are of the same ilk age. What do we call it? Ilk age? Whatever. We're the same age. And we, 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 we've been there. We've, we've, we've heard it all. And, so. and I'm not saying that he didn't have substance because what I heard, I mean, he did. He talked about the high school. He, but a lot of the jocks that you hear from that era are kind of that, you know, especially the top 40. But he, he did have some because when he talked about that high school, he talked about their class presidents and the population and, you know, everything. I mean, he, he did have he managed to work in substance with a stick. Right, but by, by, by 1965, that was disappearing very quickly, and they were they were they were pushing the heavy use of music, and not as much personality at, at night. Dan Ingram could get away with it because the well, as, well, as Chris will tell you, there's only one Dan Ingram. Hey, right. how about if we do that feature on the on the two different radio stations, and we can see Open. just what I'm Jeff talking? Doesn't about. like it, by the way. I, no, let's not go yeah, that far. Yeah. <laughs> well, Jeff, I guess it's time for Chris to go to sleep for a few minutes. No, yeah, Bernie has to wake up. Yeah, now Bernie has to wake up. <laughs> I'm awake. Okay, thank you. WCSXF, and this station has bounced around, even worth the AMs were so. All right, Jeff, we're going to play your your featured piece here. What can I say? One of the things I do when presenting these radio stations is I try to be impartial about how I feel about these radio stations. However, after listening to the two radio stations you're going to hear, I can truly understand why people really are not enjoying radio these days. First of all, let's travel to Detroit, Michigan. And we're going to hear Rock as Heard on radio station WCSX-FM, owned and operated by Beasley Media. We're going to hear the Big Jim Morning Show. And if you think this morning show has talent, well, let's just think again. Next, we'll travel to Lansing, Michigan, and we're going to listen to radio station WLMI-FM as they drop their pop CHR format in favor of classic rock. So without further ado, why don't listen to these two featured stations on this week's edition of All Things Radio Live. Hey, Sinclair Shores, the door is always open for you at Big Jim's house. Only on 94.7 WCSX. CSX Big Jim's House Friday morning in the Motor City here, and um, we got an update from our buddy Andy. Andy is riding a riding lawnmower from L.A. to New York with no gas. No gas, no money. Nothing. Basically nothing. He's got to work for everything, and hopefully people help him out. So (laughs) that's what we were asking earlier. What is the craziest thing you've ever done? For me, oh, yeah. My craziest thing was actually seen by millions of people. I think I was called a blue pair by somebody on, on Facebook once. Did you know that? Yeah, somebody actually said, you look like a blue pair. I'm like, thanks. Uh, I'm sure I'm glad we're bringing these memories back. I've never done anything like that. Maybe one of the craziest things I did, like within a 24-hour period, I was moved moved to Arizona. Did you know you were moving to Arizona or you just signed to move? My buddy was a professional golfer out there, and we were going through the Q school, the qualifying school. He was. And he called me and goes, hey, you want to come and caddy for me for this? Uh, It starts in two days. I'm like, all right, I'm out there, man. So I... Bought a plane ticket, up and went, up and took off. See, I love that stuff. Two four eight three nine eight nine two seven nine. Shark Tank. 
That is. And we submitted when they when they con- contacted me and went like, "You want to do the next thing?" We were at a wedding in Pennsylvania. I'm, I'm on the phone in the car trying to figure out how to do all this. That whole thing was nuts. There was 20 different times that I thought about it. I should just stop <laughs> and not do it because it's <laughs> nuts. And it all actually worked out and wound up being on the show. Season 5, Episode 2, if you're looking forward on YouTube. That was a weird, you were part of That was a weird month. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and it all happened within a month. And just the way you got your assistant and everything just came together at so the end. So stupid. <laughs> There's always room in Big Jim's house. Good morning. Oh, and in case I don't see you, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. Call or text 248-398-WCSX. Our house is your house. Just don't drink all the Verner. Big Jim's house on 94.7 WCSX. CSX Big Jim's house uh, a little before 7 o'clock Friday morning. Um, you need to get in on this today because Monday at 10 a.m., we got a Zoom session planned. We're going to virtually play Battle of the Burbs at 10 a.m. and then breakfast. Explain how this is going to work for folks. By the way, the keyword is... Wendy's. Yeah. So once you sign up, if you are if you get on the call with us, 10 o'clock, we're going to jump on Zoom, yep. play Battle of the Burbs. You're going to get Wendy's breakfast delivered to your house. Yes. Or where you're, wherever you're wherever at. If you're at work, whatever. Yeah. So you don't have to go anywhere to get it. Then we'll hang out, eat some Wendy's. Ask- Drink our Frosty Chinos like we're doing right now. Oh, yeah. Frosty right over here. Vanilla or chocolate, your choice there. So, yeah, 248-398-9279. The keyword, of course, is... Wendy's. Did you like the maple one, the croissant, or the biscuit? Uh, the the croissant thing is awesome. Bacon the- is tap match. Tap match, bacon, bacon there. All right, text the word in. Uh, that would be Wendy's, and we'll play with you on Monday around 10 o'clock. Okay, Bobby. Oh, mama, I'm in fear for my life from the long arm of the law. Hey, Jude. Hey, Sterling Heights. The door is always open for you at Big Jim's house. Only on 94.7 WCSX. WLMR. Grand Lake. All of Lansing's new hits. This is Lady Gaga. Hey, I'm Ed Sheeran. I-92.9. I-92.9 will be going away. Thank you for supporting the station for the last three and a half years. We've had fun, but it's time for a change. Revolution is coming. Here we go. Let's go out with some bang. 
Passion is here. You've heard these songs before. Now you get to hear them with less commercial. We're cruising. 92.9. Revolution is here. Why drive down Cedar when you could be cruising? 92.9. Hey, hey, mama said the way you move gonna make you sweat, gonna make you groove. You've heard these songs before. Get to hear them with less commercial. Thank you. We're cruising 92.9. Cruising 92.9. Greatest hit. Play here. Hi, this is Paul Rogers. This is Pat Benatar. This is Paul McCartney. Hi. Cruising 92.9. Well, there you go. Two very different radio stations. We started things off by listening to radio station WCSX FM in Detroit, Michigan, and the Big Jim Morning Show. And the station is owned and operated by Beasley Media. Then we got to hear the format change of radio station WLMI FM serving Lansing, Michigan, owned and operated by Midwest Communications as they dropped their top 40 format in favor of classic rock. Now, I wonder what you think of these two radio stations. Let me know about it by email or voicemail. For all things radio live, I'm Jeff Bennett. Well, this is going to be quick. Well, how, how often? How often do you hear a from two different radio stations in the same air check a two sides of the same forty-five? We had Hey Jude and Revolution, which is Revolution. the same forty-five. That's really true. But yeah, well, let's let's start with the panel. Let's let's go, let's go around the panel person. Uh, Bill, I'm gonna, I I know what you're probably going to say, but let's hear what you have to say. I say I'm not a real big fan of mid- Midwest radio anyway, but I I don't know, Jeff. I, I didn't think there was one thing about these formats that raised my interest at all. Well, that's what I was saying. It didn't wow me. Bernie, how about you next? Uh, I think it's interesting. The Big Jim uh, show sounded very amateurish in terms of uh, what their concepts were. And and it it sounded like really as they talked, they were just sort of trying to impress and outdo each other. And then the other... Figure it out as they go. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But the other station, it's, it's so funny because stations will do this every once in a while. They'll they'll call it a revolution. And it's music that has been around forever and ever. And I like a lot of it. I, yeah. I love yeah, a lot of it. Times are good. But, but it's certainly nothing new under the sun. And, 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 and I, I didn't, like see, I didn't see anything way. with that station as being earth-shaking. In other words, if they, were, if they went to the Jack format and used the Howard Kogan imaging, I could say, oh, well, right, that's cool. Right. But, but this station was just... I mean, it's just like, well, let's we we, we yeah. got to put something on, and we'll do it as cheaply as possible. Which it's is just exactly words, what. really. Well, it's, it seems to me that the Detroit show should have been in Lansing, and the Lansing format <laughs> yeah. should have been in Ypsilanti or something. You've got yeah, Chris. Right. How, yeah, Chris, how about you? How now I know that you're 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 much more conservative in your radio habits. So I think what that what the first show needed the WCSX needed a woman. They needed a woman in there to say like, what's the big deal? Okay, so you went way away, you know. Yeah. Somebody to put a little uh, little hole in their balloon. I think that they, like you say, they were trying to impress each other and these two guys, and they're just saying, oh, I went to Arizona, and I didn't know I was going to go for two years. Yeah. Okay, whatever. Good that's idea, nice. though. That's a you good know. 
point. I, yeah, I personally think, as someone who, you know, I think our panel does a better morning show than that Detroit morning show, honestly. <laughs> but, you know, but anyway, as someone who, in the 80s, you know, album rock is primarily what I listen to. I mean, I... It was the same stuff you hear in a lot of classic rock. Now, the second one, they did throw in 18 by Alice Cooper, which you don't yeah. hear that as much. No, You don't I, hear that as much, but, I mean, the Led Zeppelin, that's one that's standard. I mean, it's your standard, you know, and, of course, you know, maybe I'm spoiled because I've been around classic rock stations that go into a little bit deeper cuts in the past. But, I mean, I mean, I just, it was just, it's, I wasn't impressed, especially that, I mean, the morning show just, I would want to go back to bed if I heard it. Well, they were probably looking at the ratings book and saying, hey, look at these ratings book. As Jeff said the other day, classic rock is making it. Let's do it with classic rock. Yeah, you know? let's do classic that's rock. Yeah. But, but yeah. the problem with that morning show is there really was no content. That I mean, I'm sorry to say no. it, there was not any interesting content. No. And, and they and, and, and Wendy's breakfast delivered to your house, though. At that, 10 for those okay, but that was, <laughs> that, was a barter, that was a barter arrangement with Wendy's and the radio station. Or, no, or I know, of, I know. And, yeah. The other thing that bothered me about that morning show is, and the, I'm not saying that they have to, but they didn't once mention the name of anything they played. Okay. Okay, maybe that's not maybe that's not done today anymore. Okay, yeah. but not, they, yeah, I think it still should be though myself. But I that, yeah. Well, uh, Bernie, I've heard your show. You do mention <laughs> you may not mention every yeah. song that you play, but you, you say that you know coming out coming into a stop that you say you say the name of the song. I mean, I've heard you. And do I, that. I will even I will even try to give music information. You Good, because I think people like to hear that stuff. Yeah. We always yeah. can't look at our displays yeah. when we're driving down the road. I, I mean, when I was playing radio at the WJPZ in Syracuse, and ABBA was on, I said, this is a number one song, ABBA, and they sold out the London Palladium in less than 20 minutes. I mean, that was a little bit of content. That, exactly. That, or that, here's right. a song that Phil Collins wrote in 20 minutes. You know, it's like... Or if I was playing something from the uh, Genesis album, Duke, uh, or uh, any of the songs on that album, he was going through a very bad divorce. And that whole album is his uh, dealing with the breakup of his marriage. And that was the whole album. But it's before. a great album. It's one of their best albums. Uh, except, yeah. Except, yeah, kind of like, kind of like that tidbit we heard a few weeks ago on an air check that you did, and even Bernie was shocked when they talked about uh, when Keith Moon left The Who, and Phil Collins wrote him a letter and said, hey, if you need a drummer, and we're all like, oh, you know, so you, so, if you learn, you use something like that on the airship, on the classic rock station. Exactly, you know, exactly. Yeah. And I think I did steal that information at some point. All right. Um, <laughs> I mean, I, but I, I, get, uh, I get that radio stations want to save money, and I, I understand that, but th this is not even saving money. This is just pure, non pure. It's, it's just not professional. That's all I'm going to say. Well, I'm just uh, I'm just taking notes because I'm doing the morning show tomorrow morning. Yeah, I, there you uh, go. Sure <laughs> don't don't hang out at Big Jim's house. No, no, morning. don't don't go to Big Jim's house. And I wonder how the ratings for I wonder how the ratings for WCSX are in Detroit. I mean, that's a major market, and it didn't sound like, like you say it didn't yeah, sound like it should have been Lansing. Major. You know, was he the guy that rode the bike from uh, the motorcycle from Detroit to some? No, he, that wasn't him. That was someone else he was talking about. It would have it would have been more interesting if they elaborated more on why he was doing it. That that's content. Yeah, I get I get the lawnmower, the riding lawnmower from LA to New York. No, this is something I saw a few days ago. Something about a uh, there was a, a bar that was mentioned in a Bob Seger song, and this guy. I thought it was him. I thought he was going to ride a bike, a yeah. motorcycle. From oh, it's the same. There. I know the story. You're talking. Yeah, he was going to ride a bike yeah. from Detroit to somewhere. The it's a different story. With, with, with the somewhere. motorcycle, I was thinking he should have had his dog named Boo with him. You know, he's living off yeah. the land and all that stuff. That's what I thought. Oh, well, maybe maybe we can do what Salcat said: get a sidecar and then we can yeah. see the world from my Harley. You know? yeah. If the chain don't break, you know? that's right. Yeah. If the chain don't, it. if it don't break, yeah, yeah, that's right. Well, Mike, go ahead. What do you want to say to us, my friend? 
Yeah, you hear the same you hear the same classic rock songs that you hear on every station. Like the only thing that you may hear is uh, I was surprised to hear Revolution, and you may hear Hey Jude, but there were so many other Beatles. Well, you know the thing about Revolution, Mike, you may not hear it again in rotation because the whole point was this is a revolution. You might hear it the first week, three or four times when they want to plug your revolution, but it may go back into the mothballs after that too. Right. And remember, classic rock is is there are different versions of classic rock now. You can play stuff from the seventies and the eighties. And that's considered classic rock rather than stuff from the 60s only. So, I mean, there's so many different ways you can you can you can slice up the classic rock genre oh, yeah. of music. So, people so, people I consider really like Motley uh, Crue classic rock now. I, I like the mid 80s yeah. version. And, 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 and God forbid you play a Genesis song with Peter Gabriel, for example. I'm, I'm kind of the reason I know is because yeah. I'm, I'm very I'm, I'm very enamored with Genesis, and I have a lot of their bootleg stuff and some of their rare stuff. So, I mean, you don't hear any of that stuff. I mean, at, at the bottom line is they use the focus group and they use the consultant, and then they figure out yep. what people are going to like and not, and not like. And, that, and that's a fact of life. It's been that way since the beginning of time. Really has. So mm. you know, what can I say? Yeah. You know, I think it's time for the Black Information Network. Oh, good. I think you're about right. I kind of want to hear this a little bit myself to see exactly. I think when you, I, I, think when you, I, think I heard when you, it a few weeks ago. It's pretty interesting. I think when you hear it, it's not, it's not like a WINS or WCBS or KYW, but it does no. serve a purpose. <clears throat> Although I know that it's pretty well pre-recorded, pretty much, um, it does serve a purpose, and I think it, I think it, it is interesting to hear. I just wonder when it's hey. coming in Indianapolis. We've got 1260 who are doing time broker programming oh, throughout the day sometimes, right in the middle of shows. So I could see it coming there. And I think they're only doing this on iHeart stations, right, Jeff? For now, yeah, but that, that, that will probably change as the as the network grows. So uh, we'll, we'll because see what happens. 1430 was so bad this time, they didn't even make the ratings. I know. So, I mean... <laughs> I could put the legend in there. We would get more rain. Yeah, you know what? I'd listen. Yeah. 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 You know, I mean, seriously, then (laughs) it is sad. But anyway, thanks to all the panel and the great discussion, Jeff. And you got what you wanted, Jeff, some discussion. So there you go. That's what I, you know, that's what I, I tried when I do these featured stations. I, I like to have some discussion because it it gets it gets people thinking really, and that's how that's what the whole point is. That's yeah. why. I do. Yeah. 1960 countdown from Tim. You guys like your oldies. That's a good year. Summer good 60. Year. Good, good summer. But good not summer. before we hear the what is it? Black information. Black information network. Go. Thanks, everyone. 640 AM WBIN and WWPW HD3 Atlanta. The Black Information Network. BIN News Atlanta.com. Tell your smart device to play Atlanta's WBIN 640 on iHeartRadio. I'm Vanessa Tyler. And I'm Mike Stevens on the Black Information Network. The parents of a standout college athlete always believed there was more to the shooting of their black son by a white Westchester, New York cop. And now more people are believing it too, including celebrities like Jay-Z, Rihanna, and NFL's Odell Beckham. The case of Dan Roy, DJ Henry Jr. may be 10 years old, but the family wants the 2010 case reopened. DJ was a Pace University football player who was shot by
by Westchester police officer Aaron Hess. The grand jury cleared Hess of any wrongdoing for the shooting outside of Finnegan's Grill in Thornwood, New York. The family says new information has emerged and are now pleading with Attorney General Bill Barr and the Justice Department to take a second look. DJ's father spoke to Yahoo News. Uh, we feel like we still have to have this posture of fighting because uh, ultimately we don't think this case was ever properly tried. Washington, D.C. police release never seen before by the public body camera and security footage from several deadly encounters between black men and police. Stay with me, man. Come on. Let me hear you. What's your name, dude? What's your name, man? In this case, his name was Daquan Young, 24 years old, shot in 2018. Police say Young had a handgun when he encountered an off-duty officer. The confrontation caught on surveillance footage. In another case, shots fired, shots fired. Police body cameras caught this chase with 22-year-old Marquise Alston, who police say also had a gun when he was shot. The videos were released under a police reform bill just passed in D.C. Other parts of the new legislation include a ban on hiring officers with a history of serious misconduct while employed in other police departments. And it requires the city to quickly let the public know the names of officers involved in use of force encounters. It also requires the release of body cam footage from past shootings. But families of the victims can request the footage not be released. It's the law that must be changed. That's according to Missouri's African-American prosecutor. Wesley Bells says current law makes it difficult to prosecute police, so his hands were tied. This is even after a third review of the case. He couldn't bring charges against white Ferguson cop Darren Wilson in the 2014 killing of 18-year-old Michael Brown. The only question is whether we can prove beyond a reasonable doubt that a crime occurred. The answer to that question is no. And I would violate my ethical duties if I nonetheless brought charges. Bell says he's been able to institute some changes that have lowered the jail population, like stopping the prosecution of low-level marijuana crimes. It seems some people just can't leave the Black Lives Matter signs alone. In Massachusetts, a 78-year-old man and a 67-year-old woman face larceny counts for stealing Black Lives Matter signs from homes in Wenham, Massachusetts. One homeowner says her sign was stolen on consecutive days. The two people charged have an upcoming court date, maybe they will explain why. And it's not just the signs on residential lawns. Someone tore down the sign promoting unity and dismantling racism at a Maryland church. Congregants at the Ark and Dove Presbyterian Church in Odenton, Maryland quickly put the sign back up. They say they are disappointed, even angered, but tearing down a sign will never stop them from supporting the movement. I'm Vanessa Tyler, along with Mike Stevens on the Black Information Network. Time now for traffic and weather. On Atlanta's BIN 640. You're still watching out for some brake tapping at this time along 285 northbound out of DeKalb where an accident is clearing up at 85. Also, as you're dealing along 285 northbound at Shanley Tucker Road, more backup out of DeKalb as a car ran into a wall. And you're also still dealing with this earlier crash along South Fulton Parkway coming between Stonewall Tell Road and Roosevelt Highway. Also, be on the lookout for a tractor-trailer accident along 285 eastbound at 75 that has been moved off to the right, but you still have debris cleanup and traffic recovering. Also, another tractor-trailer crash, this time taking up the left lane still out of Cobb. It's along 75 southbound, coming at Windy Hill Road. And you also have another accident along 75 southbound, but this time coming near South Alabama Road. And a look at your weather. Right now, still cloudy, 75 degrees. Your high today is going to be 84 degrees. Your low is going to be 67. With your Atlanta traffic and weather, I'm Daryl Allen on the Black Information Network. 
black journalism at work. Because truth matters. Atlanta's BIN 640. I'm Mike Stevens. And I'm Vanessa Tyler on the Black Information Network. We're now in a new month with new financial concerns for the nation especially for African-Americans and Latinos who have been hit extra hard by the financial impact of COVID-19. In Washington, D.C., Republicans and Democrats are far apart on negotiations for the next stimulus bill, including what to do about eviction moratoriums, which many now unemployed families are depending on to stay in their homes. And that bill also will determine how much federal unemployment assistance each person will get. Republicans want to drop it from $600 a week to $200. African-American Congressman, Democratic Majority with Jim Clyburn. We passed the HEROES Act in the House. Why won't they then bring the HEROES Act or whatever part of it they would like to the table? But on CNN's State of the Union, Congressman Clyburn does say in the last day or so there has been some progress made in negotiations. Meanwhile, on CBS's Face the Nation, White House Chief of Staff Mark Meadows praised talks that were held Saturday, but said the road to a deal is still very long. We continue to see uh, really a a stonewalling of any piecemeal type of legislation uh, that happens on Capitol Hill. Hopefully that'll change in the coming day. COVID-19 cases seem to be leveling off in some states. We can see it in Arizona with decreasing test positivity, decreasing cases, decreasing hospitalization, and we hope that decreasing deaths will follow. That's White House Coronavirus Response Coordinator Dr. Deborah Burks on CNN State of the Union, who also says the virus is being seen in both urban and rural areas now, and there are many new cases popping up in the Midwest and in California. Dr. Anthony Fauci calls himself cautiously optimistic about the development of a safe coronavirus vaccine by late fall or early winter. There's never a guarantee that you're going to get a safe and effective vaccine. But from everything we've seen now in the animal data, as well as the early human data, we feel cautiously optimistic that we will have a vaccine by the end of this year and as we go into 2021. The National Institute of Health doctors says there are aggressive efforts to find a coronavirus vaccine. Fauci is a member of the president's coronavirus task force. Some New Yorkers who have been diagnosed with coronavirus are dodging calls from health officials. Officials in the Syracuse area say people aren't answering their phones when contact tracers call, but Onondaga County Executive Ryan McMahon says they won't be able to go AWOL for long. To those who are choosing not to respond to calls from the health department, we will have law enforcement deliver a subpoena to your home ordering you to comply. McMahon says the sheriff's office will hand deliver subpoenas if they have to. He also says some people who do answer their phones are giving false information. If you're knowingly falsifying information provided, bad idea. Knock it off. McMahon says county health officials need patient information so they can be sure people quarantine once they're infected. He says only the county's health department can release someone from quarantine, not a doctor, and not a clean test. That's Nicole Wilson reporting. I'm Mike Stevens along with Vanessa Tyler on the Black Information Network. Our stories matter. For John and our nation, let's make him proud. Our votes matter. I want to remind everyone that we are still at safer at home, particularly if you're over 65 years old. Our perspective matters. I'm already using my platform, so the only thing I can do is continue doing that, you know, keeping those, those conversations alive. Our stories, our news. This is the Black Information Network, Atlanta's WBIN 640, and on the iHeartRadio app. 
This concludes another All Things Radio Live. Join us every Thursday at 6.30 p.m. Eastern for the latest radio news, interviews, caller questions and comments, station scopes, and more. Visit the show's official website at www.allthingsradio.net and visit the Legend website at legendoldies.com. Join us again next week for another All Things Radio Live on the World Wide Legend.